2021 Caribbean Tourism, Gut Punched. The most tourism-dependent nations in the world include Aruba, Antigua, Barbuda, the Bahamas, St. Lucia, Dominica, Grenada, Barbados, St. Vincent, and the Grenadines, St. Kitts, and Nevis, Jamaica, Belize, the Cayman Islands, and the Dominican Republic, IAD.org. For these islands, nations' tourism is their economic lifeblood and it dissolved overnight. What could have been corralled and addressed in its early stages was allowed to grow and assault the entire planet. To this day, cruise line and tourism executives, government bureaucrats, and elected officials refuse to take responsibility for their negligence. They have ever offered an apology for their disregard of facts and science and their head-in-the-sand approach to the management of their organizations and the well-being of passengers and crew. Tourism Dependent The devastating collapse is a product of the Caribbean's absolute failure to diversify its economic activity, and a myopic view of its own resources. This is one of the least diversified areas of the world with tourism accounting for 14% of GDP in 2019, the most of any region. The lack countries are among the most crises-prone in the world and natural disasters are more like everyday activities rather than shocks or surprises. What is new, however, is the tragically high and frightening speed and persistence with which the coronavirus has affected the economic foundations of these locales. Coming out of enforced hibernation, the hospitality, Travel and tourism executives who have survived the worst of the pandemic are now left with the enormous task of weaning the industry away from life support and nursing it back to health. Like anyone who has been sick there is a need to take steps frequently baby steps, in order to move from sickness to wellness. If the patients are lucky, friends, family, and good advice from online Google pundits will provide pathways to recovery. Patients may stumble and backslide a few times, but with grit and determination they will recover and be ready for combat. Gut punched. According to the Inter-American Development Bank IDB, the COVID-19 pandemic led to the worst economic decline in Latin America and the Caribbean in 200 years. Beyond the economic hardship is the destructive impact of the pandemic on the region's society and health systems. Although the region represents just 8% of the global population it has reported 28% of all deaths at LondonCouncil.org. Even before the pandemic. The region's overall economic performance was the worst in the world measuring only 0.1% growth in gross domestic product GDP during 2019. Between 2013 and 2019, the Latin America and Caribbean GDP growth averaged 0.8% and the region has never been able to develop a sustainable economy. The countries are largely divided in terms of access to public and private goods, ranging from economic and educational opportunities to healthcare and a clean-slash-safe environment made worse by high levels of labor informality, low private investment 16% GDP, compared to other regions, and this impacts on productivity, innovation and formal job creation Keppel.org, 2020. From the closing of airports and the restrictions on travel for consumers, the Caribbean tourist arrivals fell by 67% in 2020 according to UN data. The IMF determined that annual hotel stays fell by 70%, and cruise ship travel completely stopped. Despite vaccination programs and the gradual reduction in travel restrictions, the Caribbean recovery is very slow forcing the International Monetary Fund IMF to lower its 2021 projected growth rate from 4.0 to 2.4% region-wide. There have been at least 38,789,000 reported infections and 1,310,000 reported deaths caused by the novel coronavirus in Latin America and the Caribbean graphics.reuters.com. Of every 100 infections last reported around the world, approximately 26 were reported from countries in Latin America and the Caribbean.
The region is currently reporting a million new infections about every eight days and has reported more than 38,789,999 since the pandemic began. The reduction of tourists forced the industry to reduce employment which, in a region where tourism accounts for 2.8 million jobs about 15% of total employment, this is a serious economic hit. In all, the Caribbean lost more than 2 million jobs due to the pandemic International Labour Organization, many in the tourism sector. As LAC countries face new waves of the coronavirus amid a slow vaccination campaign, recovery will be difficult. Major properties have closed, in the Dominican Republic, the 400-room Excellence Punta Cana Resort, in Jamaica, the Half Moon Hotel Jamaica 400, in St. Kitts, the 50-room Ocean Terrace Inn. Tourism is unlikely to rebound until the region gets the virus under control. Currently the Pan American Health Organization finds the hemispheres in the midst of a worsening outbreak, and the virus continues to island hop in the Caribbean where daily case numbers rise, and indebted Caribbean governments have few resources to keep their economies afloat. Long term. Loss of employment in the tourism sector impacts almost entirely on youth, women and less educated workers and therefore increases poverty and inequality. The lack of diversity and sustainability also heralds business closures and bankruptcies among hotels, resorts and other sectors associated with tourism services i.e., restaurants, retail, tour operators, taxi drivers. With the reduction in airlift and the continued conflict with go-slash-no decisions in the cruise line sector, industry partners dependent on cruise line passengers have no recourse if the ships are permanently cancelled or rerouted to other destinations. Money Pit The Caribbean region exists largely on debt. Although the international monetary community has opened its collective wallet to meet the need for public spending in the region, the support has been a double-edged sword, the near-term pressures have been alleviated but many countries now face a challenge as growing fiscal deficits and borrowing becomes harder and the crisis persists. According to the IMF, assuming no new external financing and realistic tourism scenarios, the region's financing gap will hover at approximately US$4 billion. Or 4.8% of 2020 regional GDP with anticipated natural disasters likely to be part of 2021 and beyond, the financial shortfall could be even greater. Vaccine donations. Many of the LAC countries are dependent on vaccines from other nations or a discounted global program and COVAX, an alliance run by the Coalition for Epidemic Preparedness Innovations, GAVI, and the World Health Organization works with UNICEF who provides vaccination services on the ground. The COVAX program was to be headed by India-based Serum Institute, the world's largest drug maker, however, now that India is plagued by its own outbreaks the company suspended exports in March. The initiative promised to eventually provide poorer countries with enough vaccine to cover incremental portions of their populations, however, it faces $8.23 billion funding gap and delayed shipments Economist Intelligence Unit. The U.S. government is scheduled to donate 580 million vaccine doses to support global COVID-19 vaccination efforts. As of June 21, the first 80 million doses had been allocated with approximately 20 million directed to lakh locales with plans to donate additional doses to approximately 7 lakh nations. In addition, USAID partners are assisting livelihoods, distributing hygiene commodities and emergency food assistance, providing technical assistance and essential equipment to healthcare centers supporting national governments to develop vaccination strategies, and training frontline medical personnel. Unequal effect. U.S. Virgin Islands. Not every part of the Caribbean has been hit by COVID. The borders to the U.S. Virgin Islands never closed even when Americans were barred from most of the world. Offering vaccines to everyone and anyone even before they could get a shot at home, visitors flocked to the American territory's beaches and restaurants as tests and vaccinations have been required, however, quarantines are not mandated. The result? 
hotel occupancy is almost three times that of the region and seven times higher than the Bahamas STR. According to the U.S. Virgin Island Department of Tourism, hotels are running at over 90% occupancy. As of February 2021, hotel tax revenues reached $1.85 million a decline of only 28% from February 2020. In the U.S. Virgin Islands, the charter business has expanded and likely to add $88 plus million to the local economy almost double the $45 million in 2019 marketplace excellence. This destination was the first American community to vaccinate everyone 16 and older and, as of mid-May, 31,645 residents and tourists had been fully vaxxed. Airlines connecting to the USV include Frontier, American, and JetBlue. As of April 2021, Travelers had access to approximately 27 flights a day into St. Thomas and 6 into St. Croix departing from Boston, New York, Dallas, Chicago, Atlanta, and Florida. The Virgin Island Economic Development Authority has developed, Vision 2040 plan, and tourism is not the major economic engine going forward. The future emphasis will be on agriculture, healthcare and renewable energy. Turks and Caicos Islands the Turks and Caicos recorded that 59% of its adults 20,000 people, were fully vaccinated and 62% partially vaccinated May 28, 2021, quicklynews.com. With a $600,000 loan from Ken Patterson, the CEO of Seven Stars Resort and Spa, the Turks and Caicos were able to acquire 60,000 test kits, immediately certifying 18 new testing sites most at resorts trained hotel staff to conduct tests and passed a series of law to ensure health standards. The result? According to Deborah Aharon, CEO, Provo Air Center, traffic is busier than ever with private jet flights increasing more than 50% above rates in place before the pandemic with mid-May traffic increasing 73% from 2019. Tourism currently is at 70% capacity and Seven Stars was completely booked in May and almost completely booked for June with little availability until September. As of June 16, 2021, the U.S. State Department assessed this destination at Level 2 indicating a low level of COVID-19 in the country travel.state.gov. Aruba? Aruba has been busy putting jabs into arms and as of mid-May, approximately 57,500 of the population were at least partially inoculated. To keep a flow of tourists coming to this small island nation, JetBlue became a tourism partner offering approximately 40 flights each week from the U.S. to Aruba using Common Pass the world's first digital vaccine passport. With the pass, travelers can take a virtual supervised at-home PCR test within three days of departure, upload results and cut through immigration lines. Tourism is slowing returning to Aruba and the average hotel room occupancy in May 2021 was 56.3 percentage points higher than the 52.7% reached in April 2021. The forecast is optimistic going forward with average room occupancy expected to reach 71% in July and 61% in August Aruba Hotel and Tourism Association. St. Barth. France locked down its territories and this included the 11-mile-long St. Barth Autonomous but not independent. The island received Pfizer vaccines from France in April and pushed through a massive rollout. More than two-thirds of the island's adult residents are at least partially vaccinated, and the hospital had no COVID-19 patients. No COVID-19 deaths have been recorded in 2021 as of April 9, 2021. St. Barth's is open to travelers from certain countries and before reservations are made, country status should be updated. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control has assessed this destination as Level 1, the lowest risk level for COVID-19. All visitors over the age of 10 years of age are required to present a negative COVID-19 antigen test taken within 48 hours of their arrival or a negative COVID-19 PCR test taken within 72 hours of their arrival.
Masks are encouraged when social distancing is not possible and are required on busy streets and entering food indoor establishments i.e., shops, grocery stores, banks. People without masks will be assessed $1.00 fine for non-compliance and $1.00 fine for violating quarantine plus $1.00 fine for intentionally damaging a quarantine tracking device and all travelers must have travel insurance. Visitors have unrestricted access to public space and beaches. Grocery stores and restaurants are open and in Villa private chef services can be reserved. British Virgin Islands. Yachts at Parakeeta Bay in Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Photo, Morali and Melvin Design and Engineering. The British Virgin Islands tourism picture is not as rosy as other island nations as the UK closed the territory to international tourists and strict COVID safety protocols have discouraged visitors to even consider the destination. The BVI vaccinated 4,201 people 14% of the population, by mid-May. Ferries reopened in April with daily service between BVI and USV. International vessels are still barred and there is no timeline for reopening. Visitors must get tested three times before travel, after arrival and following a four-day quarantine. Travelers with proof of completed vaccinations can exit quarantine following a negative test taken upon arrival. Anyone accused of breaking social distancing rules can be fined up to $10,000. As of July 19, 2021, fully vaccinated travelers must have a rapid antigen test at the port of entry $50 fee, with results available in approximately 35 minutes. All travelers must show a PCR test or rapid antigen test within five days of arrival and vaccinated travelers must show proof of vaccination. For travelers partially vaccinated or unvaccinated there is a seven-day quarantine required. Visitors must also have proof of medical insurance that includes coverage for COVID-19, and they must register on the online portal within five days of scheduled travel date to obtain a traveler authorization certificate $35 for vaccinated visitors semicolon $105 for others. Fully vaccinated travelers with one or more unvaccinated children between 517 will be tested upon arrival and receive a second test on the fourth day. The curfew extends from 7 p.m. 5 a.m. through July 23 and may be extended. All restaurants including dining options located in hotels and restaurants, are restricted to take-out only. All businesses are limited to 65 people at a time and subject to social distancing. All ferries are limited to 65 passengers at any one time. Salons, gyms, bars, clubs and entertainment venues are closed through July 23 and may be extended. Before the pandemic the BVI GDP ranked third in the world for dependency on tourism almost two in every three jobs were related to tourism WTTC. However, the island nation is resourceful, and has turned to its financial services sector to help alleviate the economic strain. Reality Check Artwork by Zino Olympia For an industry worth more than $25 billion US dollars, the absence of planning is astonishing. Very few countries are publicly stating their marketing goals and objectives for 2022 and beyond although post-pandemic research suggests changing tourist needs and wants that focus on health, safety, and a sustainable environment. In addition, Tourists are interested in small and personalized tours and experiences that go beyond traditional sun, sea and sand. Although parts of the Caribbean tourism sector are slowly adding visitor arrivals, the actual value of the tourism economy is declining and has been since 2007 with annual visitor spending disappearing by 5 billion US dollars. Sadly, governments ignore this distressing reality. That income is falling, and profitability has yet to reach pre-2007 levels. According to the Caribbean Council this suggests that the region is becoming less competitive in comparison to other destinations and current levels of tourism employment and tax revenue may not be sustainable Caribbean Council.org. Will government, 
private and public sector leaders take advantage of the opportunity to review and create enhanced economies, using the pandemic as lessons learned? Will the now evident vulnerabilities be acknowledged in order to eliminate or at least mitigate future shocks? Some research suggests that a possible pathway to the future lies in the development of agritourism, encouraging increased affiliation within tourism sector partners i.e., hotels, tourism, agriculture, food-slash-beverage-slash-restaurants, with agribusinesses. Increasing island agriculture can also provide additional jobs and a positive revenue stream throughout a mix of education and income levels while providing food security. Until the leaders in the public and private sectors share their mission statements and provide views of their marketing plans for next year and the next decade, we are left to prayer beads, crystal balls, and the wisdom of Bob Dylan. Come senators, congressmen. Please heed the call. Don't stand in the doorway. Don't block up the hall. For he that gets hurt, will be he who is strolled. There's a battle outside ragin'. It'll soon shake your windows. And rattle your walls. For the times they are a-changin'. Bob Dylan, Chronicles. Volume 1. Copyright Dr. Eleanor Gerley. This copyright article, including photos, may not be reproduced without written permission from the author.